Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Monday. Welcome to another episode of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your host, Gabe, and thank you for listening. In this episode, I will give my takes on week three in the NFL, along with tonight's Monday night game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. I will also give my takes on the NBA playoffs, as it looks like it's going to be the Miami Heat versus the Los Angeles Lakers, along with UFC 253 main event between the champion Israel Adesanta and Paulo Costo. Now, without further ado, let's get started. My opening take starts with the Dallas Cowboys versus the Seattle Seahawks. Another game, another shootout in Seattle. Quarterbacks Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott put on a quarterback clinic. Russell Wilson threw for 315 yards and five touchdown passes, while Dak Prescott passed for 472 yards, three touchdown passes, but two picks. In the end, it was Russell Wilson performing his usual fourth quarter magic by throwing a touchdown pass to DK Metcalf late in the fourth quarter, which turned out to be the game winner. Now, Prescott had a chance to tie the game and had the Cowboys driving, but was intercepted in the end, which sealed a 38-31 victory for the Seattle Seahawks. Now, as for the Seahawks, Russell Wilson is clearly the league MVP thus far. I mean, he has 14 total touchdowns through three games. But their defense is going to have to get better and better fast. Now, to be fair, they have been decimated with injuries, especially in the secondary, but they're giving up a lot of yards. And if Russell Wilson has a bad game, they're going to lose. They're also in one of the toughest divisions, arguably the toughest division in football in the NFC West. And what do the other three teams have in common? They all have high scoring offenses. I mean, the Rams, you know what they can do. And of course, you know what my 49ers can do, especially when the team is healthy again. And we know what Arizona can do. So for the Seahawks, they better get their, they better get their defense right. Or they won't be winning the division. As for Dak Prescott. Now, during the offseason, he was trying to become one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL. Asking for $40 million a season. Now, thus far, he has not made a strong case for getting $40 million a season. I mean, when you're 1-8 in in one-score games, that's not going to get you $40 million a season. That's going to get you cut and reduced to a backup role on another team. Now, Prescott has a chance to turn around, but he needs to start next Sunday because right now... He's, val- he's validating Jerry Jones' reluctance to pay him $40 million a season, much less be the franchise quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys long term. Now, let's go to the Buffalo Bills versus the LA Rams game. Now, this game was a pretty wild one. I mean, the Bills blitzed the Rams and took a 28-3 lead at one point, but then the Bills caught a case of the Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl 51 chokeitis, as I like to call it. The Rams stormed back and took a 32-28 lead at one point, but Josh Allen led the Bills down the field, but was stopped on a fourth down play. But 
the Rams were called for a pass interference penalty. Now, I didn't like the call because while it was a penalty, it should have been illegal contact. A five-yard penalty and a first down. I mean, the DB clearly held the, held the receiver past the five-yard mark. But pass interference? Nah, I, I'm not buying that one bit. Nevertheless, Josh Allen led the Buffalo Bills to the winning touchdown drive and sealed a 35-32 victory. Now, we might have to um, add Josh Allen into the conversation for a league MVP along with Russell Wilson. I mean, he has 10 touchdown passes through three games. But, as I said in one of my previous episodes, for Josh Allen to get any consideration, at least from me, he's going to have to beat the New England Patriots and win the AFC East Division. Now I'm going to switch to another shootout that happened this on Sunday Night Football between New Orleans Saints and the Green Bay Packers. I mean, both quarterbacks, Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, put on a quarterback clinic. Aaron Rodgers had 283 yards and three touchdowns, and Drew Brees had 288 yards and three touchdowns. Now, the Packers held on to win 37-30, but my biggest take from this game was this loss lays at the feet of Saints coach Sean Payton. Now, your defense has been getting killed yardage-wise throughout the game, but they came up with a key fourth quarter, fourth down and one stop near midfield, and it was a 27-28 game at that point. Uh, the Saints had a chance to not only take the lead, but possibly steal this game. But Sean Payton decided to get cute and decided to run his Jason Hill package. I mean, really? Drew Brees is your quarterback. This guy's a Hall of Famer. He's the reason you win games. Drew Brees should have had that ball and, and, could, and, sh and should have been able to take the Saints down the field and take the lead. But the result of that Jason Hill package was Jason Hill got stopped and he fumbled the ball and the Packers recover it. And the Packers scored the final, they scored 10 points to seal the victory. Now, last week we were talking about how Drew Brees might have been washed up. I mean, he had reports that his arm's not as strong, that, you know, he's, he's not, he doesn't have it anymore. But last night, he had it. But he was robbed of the opportunity to win that game for the Saints because of Sean Payton's cuteness at the wrong time of the game. Now, the Saints have other problems. Their defense since the first game has been atrocious. I mean, they have been getting eaten up left and right. And right now, they couldn't stop a cold. Like with, like Russell Wilson with the Seahawks, Drew Brees is going to... If Drew Brees is going to have to have a good game all the time and outscore opponents, because if he can't outscore opponents, they're going to lose. 
Now for the Atlanta Falcons and the Chicago Bears. All I got, to, I'm going to start off by saying, you poor, poor Falcon fans. You guys have got to be beating your head up against the wall. As once again, they caught a, a case of their own disease, chokeitis. The Falcons were up by 16 and was dominating this game throughout most of it. I mean, they got an interception off of Mitchell Trubisky, which which should have sealed the game for them. I mean, they eventually sent Mitchell Trubisky to the bench. But then came Nick Foles, who led a fourth quarter comeback for the Chicago Bears. And sealed a 30-26 victory. Now, the Falcons had a chance to win the game, but Ryan was intercepted. Now, I know Philadelphia fans are probably wishing and praying right now that Nick Foles could be back on the Philadelphia Eagles. Looking at the way the Eagles have started the 2020 season. Now, I just saw a report on NFL Network that Nick Foles is going to be starting the next game. Now, is that surprising? Not in the least bit. For me, it wasn't a question of if, but when. I mean, Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky is not the answer. I mean, it's as clear as day. As far as the Falcons go, now I understand y'all, most Falcon fans are going to be hating on Matt Ryan, and you have a right to do so. I mean, he does bear responsibility, but the real responsibility bears at the feet of your head coach, Dan Quinn. I mean, the fact that they can't close games out, that goes to coaching just as much as it does quarterback play. Now, I had I had a Falcon fan who said he thought it was a good idea to keep Dan Quinn on because even though they got off to a slow start last year, they started playing good football, but it was too little too late. They didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> I know he's not feeling the same way today as most Falcon fans. I'm sure they're hoping that they'll can Dan Quinn, but I don't know if Arthur Blank's going to make that move at this time but it's something he's going to have to consider if they keep going down this this path he might have to consider also possibly breaking this team up in its current form it has hit a ceiling and it can't go any further now I'm going to go to my 49ers now if, if, if coaching if anybody that says that coaching doesn't play a role in wins and losses you have not been watching coach Kyle Shanahan despite having passed and I mean he was just hitting guys on point and of course kudos to the defense for holding the Giants to nine points off field goals and two turnovers oh things are going to look very scary for the rest of the league once all the offensive players get healthy Now I'm going to turn to the Monday night matchup tonight between the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs. 
The NFL is in good hands. The future is bright. With these two young guns, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. Now, Baltimore has gotten off to a very good start with two convincing victories over at Cleveland and the Texans, while the Chiefs got off to a convincing win week one, but had to struggle to pull out the victory against the LA Chargers. Now for the Ravens, it's all about running the football and ball control. They're going to need the clock to be their best friend tonight. And most importantly, they cannot fall behind. If Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are able to hang 21 or more points up against them early, they're going to be in trouble. Because this team is not built to come from behind. And this was proven in the AFC Divisional round last year when the Tennessee Titans jumped on the Ravens early and the Ravens never recovered. And of course, they're not going to be able to stop Patrick Mahomes all the way, the defense, but they just need to make enough plays to contain him. Now for the Chiefs, if they can jump on the Ravens early, that'll help their defense out tremendously. So, while this should be a fun matchup, I believe the Ravens, the way they're built on offense and in defense, is the more complete team. And I think they win this matchup 31-28 on a field goal at the end of the game. Now I'm going to switch gears to the NBA playoffs. While the stage is set, it will be the Miami Heat versus my Los Angeles Lakers. Now I told everyone that my Lakers would end this game in five. This series in five. But I got to give kudos to the Denver Nuggets. Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, and the rest of the Denver Nuggets team for their efforts. I mean, they overcame 3-1 deficits twice to win playoff series well sooner or later you're not going to do that as the lake as lebron showed that he was ready to end the series and move on to the nba finals as he had 16 points in the fourth quarter i mean he was channeling his inner kobe bryant his black mamba Now for the for the now as far as the Celtics go, the ceiling this the this the ceiling has been reached for this team in its current form. It can't go any further. I think it's time to break this team up. And I think Danny Ainge may have to possibly look for a different head coach. I mean, Brad Stevens is not a bad coach, but In this current form, he's just not the guy. Now, I got to give kudos to the Miami Heat. I mean, they brought in Jimmy Butler, and I mean, he has changed the culture of that team. I mean, these guys have a lot of good players. I mean, he he not only holds himself accountable, but he holds the other teammates accountable. 
And I mean, they have just fed off of Jimmy Butler. So it's going to be a pretty good series, I believe. I'll give you my takes and my prediction on it tomorrow. And finally, UFC 253, Israel Asanta versus Paulo Costo. It was a disappointment. I mean, Costo did nothing in that fight. I mean, Adesanta jumped, I mean, was on top of him from start to finish. I mean, a combination of leg kicks and strikes before ultimately hitting him in the temple with a left hook, dropping him to the gr to the ground and pounding on him until the referee stopped the fight. Now, Adesanta, I believe, is the next Anderson Silva. I believe he's going to dominate the middleweight division for at least the next four to five years. Now, this will conclude this episode of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your host, Gabe, and thank you again for listening. You can follow me on Spotify, and you can follow me on Google, and you can follow me on Twitter at gg 13 So I will talk to you again tomorrow and enjoy tonight's Monday night matchup and we'll talk again tomorrow. Bye-bye.